0: We, we- To it, yes. We are actually joined today by Yankee Candle. We have the Mountain Lodge uh, scent.
1: Smelling away.
0: Can you smell it? I can never smell Yankee Candles. Yeah, I can. I can smell it when I sniff it. Sniff it. I get
1: a vague, a vague little
0: something. You notice it a little bit if you come out and come in, and come in. But um, no, it's.
1: Because it's to stop. It's more to stop other things smelling your house out.
0: Some supernatural things yeah. stinking your house out. Maybe we should call.
1: Well, there is a thing like, supernatural smells, like... Mm.
0: they're
1: They're, like, supernatural occurrences that are known to have accompanying smells, like, sort of sulfurous brimstony smells.
0: Bad odours. Yeah. Um. The odour. Like, the omen. <laughs> <laughs> um, that joke doesn't really work. No, you saying it in brackets. Yeah. Like, the omen. Um... Maybe we should do a range of spooky-scented candles. Cold spot. <laughs> uh, salt. Ectoplasm. <laughs> salt circle. Um, prayer bead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what does that smell like?
0: Guilt and fear. Uh, um, maybe not our best venture. No. Um, but if we do, do start smelling some suspicious supernatural odours, do you know who we should call? It's- well, better yet, the, oh, rescue, the, the rescue mediums. mediums. <laughs> oh boy! Well, that a <laughs>
1: discovery of a lifetime.
0: While scrolling through Netflix looking for spooky programs, we came across the rescue mediums. Queens. <laughs>
1: they're like how clean is your house, but for ghosts. Yeah. And it's not that the ghosts' houses are dirty; it's that living people have ghosts in their house, and they're trying to clean them out.
0: But it's so gentle and like comedic. It's, it's really like, weird. It's
1: like if the wine mums on Facebook who post minion <laughs> memes were also mediums and then went around people's houses.
0: And it has <laughs> and it's narrated I think by one of their dads.
1: Yeah, it's very like
0: It's like one one's called Alison, do you remember what the other one's called? Isn't it doesn't
1: make me a Jay.
0: Jane? Maybe Jane? Mm-hmm. it's like Jane and Alison are going to go back into the basement for they feel the truth might lie there <laughs> <laughs> like, the funny
1: thing is they don't get like they just get like dead dropped to their location and then like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a piece of paper saying the house is five trees away
0: yes that <laughs> started very strangely because we, we went in as you showed on all series as episode one of season seven <laughs> Uh, which is all that's <laughs> on Netflix, um, and like we couldn't even tell what country it was in because they're British, yeah. But they're not the kind of British people you see on American TV no. very often. And they were in America, but they were exercising the house of a woman who was British, yeah. So it was all very. I mean, actually, in Canada,
1: aren't they?
0: Canada yeah. on the on the border, definitely. It was quite low, yeah. Um, it was just really funny to us for some reason. Not because of laughing at psychics, necessarily. It's
1: just the whole tone is quite odd.
0: Yeah. That kind of show, like, was so jolly. Very,
1: it's about, normally they're very serious, but in a way that you don't like. Like, mm. I don't know, like, they normally are serious about stupid things, so you just kind of think, oh, it's is stupid. But this is, yeah, it's like, you know, these two ladies are just. I mean, they've had their kids now. what do they do, they have mediums and help people. Like, yeah.
0: It was also very Two Fat Ladies in some ways yeah. because, like, it was really um, stressed in the opening titles, but a big portion of the show is them showing them having a drink. Yeah, and at the
1: end, they always have, we discovered they always have a drink, but, like, obviously, out in nowhere, because they were just, like, walking away from the house in the forest... And then there's, like, a bottle
0: of port on a tree stump. <laughs> and yeah, and they're like, jolly.
1: It's important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And then they just like, <laughs> yeah, to a job well done. To an exercise well cast out, hmm. I don't know. Um, and there was lots of moments, we were watching it with subtitles on, because my Netflix keeps doing that. And um, I had the strong desire to make a no-context <laughs> Rescue <laughs> About 15 minutes into the episode I was like, this needs to exist because, like, there so many, like, and That's when I started wearing slippers. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, the...
1: Our ghost was also, like, obviously some fetishist, but it yeah. bit, like,
0: She liked to twiddle the toes of this <laughs> old thousand. man. Like, um,
1: it's just, it's because she wanted to get his attention, apparently, to get him to go to the doctors, but it's like, there are other ways than pinching someone's feet, <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, and like if you're dead. Um, it was a married couple, and the wife was.
1: <laughs> she was a funny little lady.
0: Yeah, I don't know how much she had seen anything, because they, they they listed. So, what have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, have you had got cold spots? Oh yes. <laughs> 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 have Have you got? Have you got? Have you seen anything? Have you ever felt something following you? Oh yeah, that happens quite a lot. Ah. It's like that was the tone. I'm yeah. like. I'm someone who's so frightened of ghosts, but if there was even a hint in my mind that there was a ghost in the house, I would be like... I could not deal with the fact that there was like an undead, undead force watching me. But they were just <laughs> like, oh, oh, it's a bit of a around. nuisance, so I thought we'd check it out. Mm. It
1: moves the covers a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't really like it. Um, <laughs> and then they, they, they found out who it was, who the ghost was in history, and then they... Let it go in peace. And yeah. It was all done very quickly, and it wasn't really about that. It was more about the character. Although my favorite bit was uh, at the very start. They're not given any information about where they're going, but they do psychic drawings. Yeah, and <laughs> one of them was like a rainbow and a little man with a really weird head, under like it. a stormy head, and then they and he had little boots on. And then when they went into the garden, they had this strange it, jockey. Oh,
1: it was a jockey, yeah.
0: But he had, like, jet black skin. Yeah,
1: but like, not like... It's like a mannequin.
0: Like, yeah. But the
1: mannequins are all black, not sort of, like, a racist...
0: Um, sure. But he had boots on, and they were like, Oh, look, boots! Do you remember my drawing? Oh! Like, oh this tree has a face! <laughs> you know, the tree has a face. There was a tree with literally a cartoon face put on it. Yeah, it wasn't like a tree
1: with a knot in it that looks like it could be a face. It was literally... They'd
0: put a face on a tree. It's a weird
1: garden
0: ornament. I'm like, oh. And then when they went back in the house... like, So, Alison and Jane went back in the house, but the narrator said... Um, not finding the answer to their quest outside, they journey back into the abode of the damned and stuff like that. And you're like, come on. <laughs> oh,
1: and, the, and um, they kept on <laughs> getting, like, stomach pain. And that was, like, they interpreted yeah. it as, like, the ghost telling them what was wrong with the husband because he had, like, a heart attack and at one point and he had cataracts and other things. Mm. And they're like, oh, yes, there's pain
0: in my stomach. And <laughs> like,
1: I was just like, well, I get that. And I'm pretty sure it's McCrone's disease. and not that I've been haunted. But okay.
0: A big portion of the show was two middle aged women walking around a house going, oh, I'm getting white and oh, feeling a bit light. And I'm like, oh, my leg's going now. <laughs> and you're like, oh,
1: because you're in your
0: 50s <laughs> Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> I will definitely keep watching. Um, Recommended. Yeah. That's a poltercast recommended. Yeah. Uh, to check out. <laughs> <laughs> in <box> to count. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I hope they can spoil it, uh, sponsor us. <laughs> I don't know what in what way. Um Right, shall we get on Should to, some, to get true some true ghost tales? Well, this is uh,
1: the characters in mine are not as characterful <laughs> 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 as those two ladies <laughs> or us or us so I'm doing the Barton mansion in Redlands California mm. um, and my source is panelx.net an account by someone who, who, who just went under the pseudonym Paul this is what happened to him so this is all first person Ooh. get us videoing. into the mind of Paul yeah just channel Paul I
0: think cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Paul Whitehouse. Mm, never mind. I mentioned him before because he's actually in Ghost Stories. I don't know why I thought you'd have learned who he was by the time. That <laughs> I we... haven't been doing my
1: inter-, inter- Paul Whitehouse.
0: Um, um, I'm going to think yeah. about the alien Paul from the movie yeah. Paul. So
1: imagine an alien. Yeah. If he likes to bake. Um, it's September 18th, 2001. Paul has any sense probably listening to recent pop hits, Bootylicious, and Independent Woman, part one, <laughs> by <a Swiss> Child.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Just take you back and get you well, yeah? in the moment,
0: 2001.
1: Oof. I googled, I know exactly when they are out. Um, Paul was around his friend's house with his older brother and two of his friends, two of his brother's friends, Tanya and Cody.
0: How old is Paul?
1: I don't know, I mean, I'm getting from the vibe, he's probably like high school age. Yeah. Um, he had just bought a new camcorder and wanted to test it out um, Barton Mansion is one of the most historic, of, historical houses in Redlands and Paul suggested that they go and do like a video tour there to test out his camera and stuff and mm. um, he'd been there before and like that happened so he thought this will be fine
0: but this is this is peak Blair Witch yeah. kind of era. Yeah. So,
1: um, so Paul, his brother Matt, and Tanya and Cody, um, I don't know. It said he was around his friend's house, so I don't know what happened to his fifth friend. They didn't come. <laughs> they went into it.
0: They held down before. fort.
1: Um, they they drove quietly to the mansion. The house was mostly boarded up to keep trespassers out, but the piece of plywood that was be covering the entrance, had been ripped off and was lying on the ground. They cover the, f- the first room, nothing interesting. They then to cover the ground floor quickly to make sure that nobody is already lurking around in there. Um, they all splat briefly, but then they rejoin each other after a quick sweep. Um, this was around 11.45 and other then, that one instance, they are all close together the whole time, usually in pairs as they explored the house. Continuing into a room with some bathroom fixtures, Paul paused, hearing a noise, but no one could figure out what it was, so they carried on. When they re-entered the bathroom fixture room, Matt noticed something odd on the floor, which Paul describes as five rocks in a circular pattern um, with something... Red in the centre.
0: Something red?
1: Yes, yeah, some a kind of red object. Mm. Flipping the central object over with a the stick, they saw what it was a piece of meat with one side clearly cut, about the size of a, f- of a closed fist. The veins on it made it look more like it was some kind of organ and not just like a bit of meat from someone's lunch looking behind. Mm. Suddenly, Cody and Tanya said they felt like something evil was present. Like they were on fire, they wanted to leave. The group quickly got out of the house, and before leaving, they heard a sound from the bar about seventy-five feet away. Um, and they didn't say what it was. I thought it was weird. So, despite freaking out, Paul and Matt wanted to return the next night to explore the other two floors because they didn't manage to get through one before running away scared. They didn't tell Cody and Tanya this. Instead, um. Asking if they wanted to come around for movies, and only were reading their actual plan and they arrived. <laughs> it's a bit of a dick move. Somehow they convinced them to come again, and the four of them headed back to Barton Mansion about the same time as before. However, as they walked closer to the house, Cody slowed, having that same feeling of dread encroaching it once again. Tanya was the same and they both went back to the car.
0: I can't believe the main character is called Cody. <laughs> <laughs> A few episodes ago, I yeah. guessed that the main character in Goosebumps is called Cody, and I have since not even bothered to look up if I was right or not.
1: <laughs> Paul and Matt, not feeling anything, continued on into the mansion. Approaching the doorway, um, the brothers had heard a pack of coyotes howling in the nearby San Timoteo Canyon, which I'm pretty sure is also a shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> and that set off their nerves. So they weren't there before, but now they are. And um, Paul was checking around all the corners of his camera, and he didn't even bother to look, to look into the viewfinder. He was just holding it in front of him while walking around. So they got back into the room with the rocks and the knee, and <laughs> they realised that the rocks had been moved slightly and were more symmetrical than the previous night in their arrangement around the lump. Mm. And finally, they began their ascent, to check up the upper floors in a perfectly good omen the word die was eked into the plaster wall above, along the stairway it turned it turned out there was nothing on the second floor but it was first floor in England floor yeah, yeah. Um, so they continued up to the top unlike the floor below all the doors but one on the right were shut Paul went in first and shining his torch the room was rectangular with a boarded up window on the far side It's quite descriptive about the window arrangement
0: It's mm, good
1: on On the left was another window that had a door leaning up against the wall half covering the window he remembered that last time he was there, several years ago and that the window had a broken window seat that made a sort of secret passageway I'm guessing they could get into another room floor. but this time it was like there's something stuck in there To get a better look, Paul stepped into the room, shining his torch around as he was looking. Um, To his left, behind the leaning door, he he could hear the crunch of plaster behind him on the wooden floor, and he whipped around to see the closet on the right. He thought all he saw was some shredded cloth and an old lantern, but then after the lantern, he saw it an otherworldly face staring right back at him from within the closet
0: Oh!
1: its great eyes are unmoving staring at Paul as it moved out hunched in, hunching until it stood to its terrifying full height Paul says he's six foot seven and that this creature must have been about ten inches taller than he was
0: he I well. mean it's creepy but I'm proud of it for finally coming out of the closet <laughs> I ruined a <the> joke <laughs> no. <laughs> no I was going to bring that if, if I find, think there's a gay ghost i got to say it
1: um, he, what, he described it as a creature so he had a really weird like, sort of long ears and stuff Ooh. as well um, terrified the two boys ran as fast as they could out of the room the creature giving chase Paul considered jumping out of the first floor window to make sure that they were going to make it as soon as he got out um, of the room it felt like the walls were squeezing in Trying to keep them from escaping the mansion. Mm-hmm. Their friends had heard their terrified shouts from within the house and had the car running, and they all sped away as soon as they saw. Now I can show you the video of oh, the moment they see the thing chasing them.
0: Oh my god! Okay. Like,
1: it's actually like a short clip because like, the whole thing's like 20 minutes long because he starts it from when they mm-hmm. first go in and there isn't really anything. But then the main.
0: Okay, we'll they, definitely put this on all the. Mm-hmm social
1: media, but they have like someone cut down
0: to the essential <laughs> oh god I'm not ready
1: and I just realised I didn't watch it with sound on when I watched it so I didn't actually know what it even sounds like okay
0: so enjoy this listeners Oh no. Uh, <laughs> can we see it again? Is there a way to see the thing? Uh, if we can pause it. Uh, move forward. screenshot like, screen i oh,
1: <laughs> My fingers are not fast
0: enough. It's hard to pause at the screen when you have to touch the thing that's scary. Okay, let's see. This is so exciting! Podcast listening. <laughs> 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 ah, okay, yeah. see if it's photos. I'll, I'll like get a
1: screen cap. Somewhere. Like there are screen caps online, so this one's done. Probably.
0: It's blurry and like dark and uh, weird enough that you can like figure what it is. Like not fix. Like, you can you can like.
1: It looks like a sh- humanoid shape.
0: Yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. That's what I mean, like, it could be something perfectly harmless, or, like, just a person, but it...
1: If it is a person, it's that as a person just lurking in a closet in a linen house.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's very weird. Don't do that. Don't be that person. (laughs) Don't be that guy. (laughs) Don't... Like,
1: if he's, like, seven foot five, what else do you want to do?
0: Then, like walk naked around an empty house
1: like why are you just hiding around an abandoned home
0: Blech. gross, thanks for that thanks, I hate it <laughs> <laughs> um, okay let's go on to mine so I decided to do a kind of pick and mix collection, yeah. there is a meaty um, it's like pick and mix but at the end it's one of those like long like strawberry like roll yeah. things that like last They're a while juicy. or like a giant shark <laughs> or like one of those long snakes yeah you know what i'm referring to yeah but there's a few little off-brand smarties and jelly babies to get through before you get to that and this is about the ghosts of the underground the to quote the that is a good song that is
1: such a bop
0: is that a 2001 song i don't
1: know it might be a bit older
0: i don't know Okay. I mean,
1: that is one of their best hits. Um, it's such a one.
0: good song. And, like, it's quite
1: unusual. It's not like a typical it's not typical like <laughs> <laughs> like, like um, what, what, reality TV show single.
0: No, it's really cool. I feel like I'll make that out of outro music. I know you mentioned a few, um
1: I also mentioned Bootlicious.
0: I just need to know when it's from. boo delicious. Okay. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Girls Loud, The Sound of the Underground, it's from 2003.
1: Oh, it's later. Got that one.
0: Um, It just feels timeless. It feels like it's always been. Mm. (laughs) There's always
1: been sound in the underground.
0: That's true. Um, That's one thing I do know about the underground, is that it does have sound. Um, So mine is about (laughs) various hauntings that have been reported Related to the London Underground system. Uh, I mostly used a website called Curious World, uh, Curious World and a documentary. Oh, two YouTube accounts, Curious World and the Hampshire Ghost Club. Sounds great. Um, but a lot of it comes from a documentary called Ghosts of the Underground, uh, narrated by Paul McGann, the 8th oh. Doctor Who. So, you know it's legit. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, he also played in Ripper Street, uh, a London Underground construction man. <laughs> oh, he's clearly he He loves the Underground. Oh, is it about the Underground? I'll narrate it. It's about ghosts.
1: They like, yeah. like Crossrail as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so London Underground I don't think is particularly scary in and of itself. Um I saw on these YouTube videos I was a lot of just like Creepy music over photos of like Finsbury Parks, <laughs> like ooh, and like escalators. It's not like the like New York subway, which is all kind of like metal and yeah. just like flickering bulbs. And whenever I see it on TV shows and stuff, it does look kind of freaky. I think
1: it's quite musty in the subway. Yeah,
0: and you can like imagine something like appearing Gross, on the
1: like, out.
0: Yeah, London Underground is like really plastic and yeah. like overlit, and well not overlit, but like. There's nowhere to lurk and there's no, yeah. there's, but, but I don't think of like flickering bulbs too much Nothing. and things like that. Um, but that said, it has a lot, has a lot of a older history mm. and in some ways a darker history. Um, for example, uh, when uh, my friend Lydia came over from Canada, something that she found very shocking was that uh, a lot of people jump in front of the tracks. There's a lot of suicides on the lines. Um
1: is that not common in other
0: I don't think uh, so. They like call that subway systems. I don't know. Um I guess you never live somewhere with a yeah. thing. Maybe it's something that's just a city thing, but um I do think you know there's other ways to do it in other countries. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's just something that happens in uh, London and it causes a lot of delays and it's like when it first happened and it stopped a thing, stopped Lizzie and I going somewhere. She was like, "Is it going to be on the news tonight? Are we going to like blah blah?" blah? And I'm like, "No, it just kind of happens." Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of like uh, other odd behavior <laughs> that gets and sort of happens in the mm. underground. Um, now the tube is we call it the tube as well, which I might be referring to it over the course of this episode i'm trying to be like really clear fact pa- like yeah. i'm not trying to patronizing anyone but i'm like i don't want to start talking about tubes and someone's like <laughs> tubes <laughs> um it's a ghost podcast
1: I'm not climbing.
0: so thousands and thousands of people use it every day and so it's clear to see why people would miss a supernatural presence mm. in the sea of people um a few sightings have, have happened on the trains themselves some people have been uh, on the train, sat down, looking at their reflection in the window opposite, and seen someone sat beside them. <sighs> That's creepy. But there hasn't been. That's
1: like
0: the haunted mansion at Disney World. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is, that um Now, this almost became its own entire story, but it's bizarre. Um, one particular creepy photo was taken on the Bakerloo line. Uh, Karen Colette was taking her, her family out for a trip in London in 1983. She took a photo of her nephew, sat on the train and when she got the photos developed, ten weeks later like you would in the 80s um, <laughs> she was horrified to see that behind her son in the window of the train is what appears to be a man in an electric chair.
1: Ooh.
0: Would you like to see the photo? Yes. It's very weird I'm not sure how much I buy it, but it's a creepy... I Don't...
1: I understand why a man in chair being... What? That's weird.
0: That's weird, isn't it?
1: Maybe it's got... Like, cross... Something of someone else's photo? Because...
0: Yeah, it's...
1: There's, like, thinking about ghosts, like... Go back to Ghostbusters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Always, please do.
1: When they have the underground ghost that is someone who's electric chair electrocuted
0: that makes uh, sense yeah. because
1: in America that was like you know the capital punishment that's never been a thing here has it so I don't no. know why someone would be an electric chair
0: yeah so um,
1: place.
0: I actually cut so much out of that story because um, our friend Gross from the Enfield Holdings, yeah uh, tried to work that photo out yeah. a lot and it was part of his work and he thought it was this one particular uh criminal from america it hasn't like why would it yeah it's a very strange occurrence anyway um however most hauntings have happened in the stations some of the not always scary at olgate station an electrician fell onto a live rail knocking himself unconscious and sending twenty thousand volts through his body however he survived completely unharmed and onlookers said that when they saw him down on the tracks, there had been an elderly woman kneeling next to him stroking his hair. Mm. Which is creepy, That's but creepy, like... But... I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> yeah. but she was helping him. Yeah. Um, however, most have a more tragic history. Liverpool Street is home to several spectres. The station is said to be haunted by Rebecca Griffiths, a patient at the nearby Bedlam big quotation marks, hospital yeah. um, in the 18th century, whose illness gave her a compulsion to hold a gold coin in her hand. When she died, a staff member pocketed the coin and she said to roam and the station in search of it. And ask for, have you got my coin? Yeah. Um, in 2000, uh, a line controller at Liverpool Street um, saw a man in white overalls on the CCTV screen long after the line had closed for the night. He sent the station supervisor to investigate, who went to the platform but couldn't see anyone there. When he returned to the line controller to tell him he'd not seen anybody, he was visibly shaken, saying that he'd watched the man in white overalls walk beside him the entire time on (gasps) CCTV. That's horrible. They'd both rushed back to check together, and they found the overalls discarded on a bench. Kings Cross St. Pancras, which did you go to today?
1: No, i went to Easton.
0: Well, you went through it. This is all a story about somewhere you went today. You're going to have to think about these stories when you go on the tube home today. (laughs) Uh, Kings Cross St. Pancras is the biggest interchange station. Um, It had a huge tragic fire in 1987, killing 31 people. I didn't know Yeah, I remember people um, linking it. uh, Because we recently had the Grenfield fire. Yeah. And... uh, uh, Theresa May. Yeah. And uh, that was a Thatcher oh, no. time. I don't know what she did. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you're accusing of Thatcher of arson. <laughs> that
0: <what> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe she did it. Um, 31 people died. Since it reopened a few years later, people have spotted several sad figures down there including a sobbing woman stretching her arms out from the dark pit of the train tracks. Oh, that's really scary. Yeah. Very unnerving. The, ungra- uh, the underground was also used as makeshift bomb shelters during the Blitz. Um, it, uh, Bethnal Green used to house 7,000 people. It obviously saved a lot of lives, but also caused some deaths. That's next. Oh, I just wrote, it also caused some deaths. No, it caused some <laughs> deaths. In March 3rd, on March 3rd, uh, 1943, um, a woman tripped with a baby while rushing down the stairs into the shelter as the sirens of the air raids echoed through the city. And it caused a huge pile-up, which killed oh 170 people. Oh
1: my god.
0: Um, as people kept rushing in, panicked on top of each other. It's tragic. Um, 60 of which were children. Oh, god. Because uh, the type of people living in the city in the Blitz yeah. were either people who had to be there, oh. or homeless children, yeah. basically. Um many people claim that they have heard uh, panicked screams on the stairs going into bathinal green, um, or have felt a sense of fear, dread, and chaos. So we now go to our strawberry roll joy that is the main event. Uh, uh, Which at first doesn't seem directly related to the station, but you'll see why. So it's about bank. God. And the uh, sub- the uh, subheading of this one.
1: I mean, it is quite terrifying in itself. <laughs> yeah. so.
0: Um, this this is subtitled. You may have heard of this. You may have not. Um, the legend of Sarah Whitehead. No. Okay. So she is also known as the Black Nun, and I do not mean Whippy Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> in Sister Act or Sister Act 2 Back in the Habit or when she played Mother Superior on stage in the musical version of Sister Act which I went to see and was very good I'm quite Uh, jealous I didn't see her in it but it was still very good (laughs) Mencken yeah top bloke okay Um, no this story takes us to Threadneedle Street which is home of the Bank of England hence the name of the nearby station Bank uh bank station like many of london's underground network was built uh on and through old burial grounds um in particular with bank it was built uh when they were tunneling through they discovered plague pits oh, God, yeah. huge mass graves filled with copious amounts of skeletons from the plague Um, uh, massive, massive, like truckloads of bones had to be moved out in order to build the tunnels, and that's what you go through every day while you're listening to your podcasts. Maybe you're listening to this on your morning commute going to bank. Oh my god! Look out
1: the window, wave to the ghosts. Wave to
0: the electric chair man. (laughs) Um, it's like that's that photo is so stupid and fake, and it also chills me because it's so weird. Okay, so November 2nd, 1811. Forget I just said that. I'm going to go to a different part of the story. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going to stick with myself. I'm gonna... yeah. So, here it's we go. 1811. Yeah. 1811. Yeah. Take yourself back. Where were you in 1811? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um English can't do maths. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Philip Whitehead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is he here? <laughs> um, he was a uh, banker at the Bank of England. Um, he lived the high life uh, with along with his younger sister, Sarah. Um, they liked to go to parties, wear nice clothes, socialise, and be generally hedonistic bankers yeah. of the turn of the age <laughs> of... 19th century. (laughs) Uh, However, their debts began to mount up um, and things got a bit drastic and Philip started gambling and gambling and gambling and things got a lot, a lot worse. However, during all of this, he kept Sarah completely unaware and she continued to um, drink and party. um, But apparently she was only like 19. Hmm. I was old by that those times. Yeah, she already that. had um
1: we had like seven children. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um so Philip was then convinced after confiding in a fellow bank employee uh to fake a check to himself at the bank and forge it. Um <laughs> he forged 83 pounds which, in the day, was £3,000. Oh, um Still
1: fairly modest. It's, it's modest, for isn't for it? Forgery. it? For a forgery.
0: Yes, it's not going overboard. However, he was caught and arrested, and at the time, forgery was a death sentence. That's a bit much, isn't it? What? That's a bit much? Yeah, it is a little bit. He was hanged for £83. <gasps> um, however, even during all this, he kept his sister unaware. Aww. Um,
1: Actually, now it's not very good because she has to deal with it when he
0: dies. Well, so he was sentenced to death at the old bailey and hanged, and even then she did not know. Um, and this was hard to wrap my head around because yeah. he was arrested and imprisoned for several months. Um, but I guess back in the day, without instant communication, yeah. and there is a sister, it's not his wife, mm. um, several months could go by. Uh, without necessarily thinking about it. Um, And everyone kept telling her that he'd gone away to work. And so you wouldn't... If someone went away in those days, you wouldn't communicate with them. However, on the actual day of his hanging, um, he told friends to uh, take her away from the city so that there was not even a chance for hearing the bells of the um, execution. Um... So, even though she was unaware, she very quick, she, you know, several months did go by with no information. Um, she started thinking she was going mad. Um, and so she went to the Bank of England and asked after, where's my brother? Um, however, he had told everyone there to not mention anything. So they kept on saying that he was away on business or he was just out for lunch or <laughs> all kinds of things for months on end. Um, this was until one day a hapless clerk who was not in on this said, Oh, he was hanged for forgery months and months ago. This did not sit well (laughs) with Sarah. Uh, quite literally she, um, did not believe it and she didn't even react and so came back the next day and said, uh, where is he? Is he in? Is he in? And they say, not today, madam. um, (laughs) she seemed to get the hint because she started dressing quite mourning like.
1: <laughs> she, she suddenly became a bit gone. Um, before,
0: before, before. People referred to her as Rouge El Noir or the Black Nun. Uh, not because she was a nun but because she wore a, a veil and a very strange yeah. hat. Um she tended to go to the bank every single day and sometimes she'd be very accepting of the lies they told her. And sometimes she'd just walk around aimlessly, not really making any sense. Um, the bank employees ended up feeling quite bad for her. So they even gave her a room to stay oh at God. the bank and started giving her food and then eventually started giving her money when they started pitting her. Um, however, eventually they grew tired and many claimed that she was definitely taking advantage of them. Um, so they stopped giving her money and their visits became a bit more aggressive. She started shouting in the middle of the entrance hall calling everyone cheats, fear, uh, thieves and forgers and that they set her husband husband <laughs> It's quite <laughs> oh, you don't know. see sisters acting no. like this in old stories very much. It's always boys, but her brother um, you know they they tricked her brother. Um, eventually, the bank manager gave her a large sum of money on the condition that she should never return as long as she lived.
1: That's quite a good way to get yourself paid. Yeah, just you know, dress up at all sort of goth and, go and wait <laughs> the until they get tired of you.
0: So, yes, as long as uh, she was uh, not to return as long as she lived, and she agreed. Um, while she didn't actually enter the building, she would walk back and forth outside of the bank for. 40 more years um she used to harass bank employees going in and out um during these 40 years she also uh bumped into the bank manager again um and she demanded two thousand pounds he gave her half a crown and she said thank you and left (laughs) (laughs) so that's to sort of like money she's demanding all this money but like where is it going she's Mm. just walking back and forth so Sarah died in 1942. um she'd only been nineteen when her brother died and level... she's
1: been really old yeah because she, she
0: was that doesn't make sense 19 in eighteen and eleven <laughs> she's not hundred and fifty <laughs> um, no i think I, I i I just erased another day. I think it was um 1900 <laughs> That's a bit that's long, but that's like a bit more. I think so
1: 10. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> She died at the ripe old age of 150. This is also a story of the longest lived woman ever. <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway. Okay, so I, I know why I got the dates mixed up. You'll meet 1942 again soon. Um, we'll meet again. So she died. Um, now, it wasn't long before people started continued uh, seeing her again. They saw her gliding about outside, mistaking her for a beggar. Um, and often people were asked by this strange woman have you seen my brother um, she has been spotted mostly in the bank um, including in the internal courtyard area mm. um, people have seen her gliding about and also um, banging on the floor ah. um, because the ground of the uh Courtyard is actually made out of bricks and tombstones oh from a nearby church that they had to destroy to expand the bank. Wow, and, so uh, that's a something, isn't it? Yeah. Um, some people believe she had been buried at that local church. Mm. However, and here's the gag. Um, I'm gagging. What? I'm gagging. <laughs> um, the, uh, some people believe she was. Uh, buried in a crypt of a, uh, another nearby church. Um, and the hauntings are said to have started around 1942 mm-hmm. because that crypt is now the bank ticket office. <laughs> <laughs> they smashed in a, uh, a into a crypt and discarded all the bodies in there um, to make a place for people to buy tickets to go see... Uh, Wicked. <laughs> At the, uh... Theatre. Um, it is because of this legend, and I will say legend because I, when I was researching it, there was a whole lot of differences and there was, yeah. like, dates shifting. And mm. Sometimes it was 40 years, sometimes it was 25, hence that she lived so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's because of all these legends that a nickname for the bank is the Old Lady of Threadneedle Street.
1: Oh, I didn't
0: know that. Mm. So that is my loose uh, introduction to the ghosts of the underground. I cut a few goodens, because I think I might come back to them. But feel free to also do underground hauntings. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Please, if you see anything suspicious, please tell a member of staff. (laughs) Please mind the gap. (gasps) <gasps> the gap between world. the worlds. Yes. Okay. So yeah, yeah. That's,
1: yeah. She sounds really creepy.
0: Mm. The most thrilling thing I see on the underground is when you see mice. When yeah. You see mice. Thank you. I
1: get quite excited. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why. have like a pitiful
0: life, but they mm. mice are really cute. Mm. Rats aren't.
1: Well, yeah. pet rats are mice, but not the scary
0: <sighs> ones. That's just it's too much rodent. <laughs> <laughs> you have to either be a capybara. Or, like, a little mouse. It's the middle thing where you're like, ooh. Um, have you seen those, like, giant rats that are, like, cat-sized?
1: No, but I don't really want to. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a whole folder on my computer <laughs> if you change your mind. <laughs> um, do we have any uh, listener-submitted spook tales?
1: We have one from Charlotte, do you know? Oh, yeah. I do not have it on. My, I, I'll need to... If, if oh. I, whoever's reading it will have to read it from your...
0: Um, I can do it. Yeah, sure. Or we can take it in turns. It is quite long. Um, Okay, I'll do it.
1: You have closer access.
0: Mm-hmm. So, this letter, letter, <laughs> this like internet she, letter. She uh,
1: typed out and then printed it after.
0: And then told someone else to type it up. <laughs> someone with the internet. Okay, this comes from Charlotte. Hi, guys! I thought I'd share my ghost encounter with you. I've always been into the idea of the paranormal, but always sided with reason and science, and that my fascination was a want for escapism from the mundane nature of everyday life. The famous X-Files, I want to believe phrase, was something that applied to me as well as Fox Mulder. I like
1: this. This is very well.
0: Yeah. That was until I had an experience of my own, which totally shook my belief system. And has caused me to question experiences I had as a child that I previously wrote off as the product of an overactive imagination. This is really making me want to um, try when I write <laughs> up my notes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> in 2010, I moved to Norwich to start my university course. I was the first to move into the shared property. And because of this, a school friend of mine helped me move in and stayed overnight. Uh, stayed over for a few nights. So I wasn't alone in the house. It was my first time living away from home, and I didn't fancy spending the first few days in a new city alone. My friend had helped me unpack, and we had dinner and headed to bed. I picked the downstairs bedroom, and he opted for the sofa. These rooms were separated by the bathroom, kitchen, and a small corridor, which, um, house, the door, the basement, the, the, sorry. (laughs) And a small corridor, uh, which, uh, Right yeah, <laughs> no, no. I in the a, a basement. Okay. In the morning, I went into the living room. It's the same. We get a lot of emails with a lot of house description layouts, and I know they're very important, but it often trips me up a bit. In the morning, I went into the living room and asked my friend if he slept well. He explained that in the middle of the night, he woke up to find the basement door open. We'd ventured into the basement the day before. There were two rooms that were divided by the stairs, um, and not by walls or doors. There was nothing particularly unusual about the basement, but there was something about it that had given me the creeps. So before I went to bed, I made sure the door was closed properly, just in case. My housemates moved in. We joked about the creepy basement, but just proceeding uh, uh, with settling in, uh, freshers as weak, served as a good distraction. As time passed by, myself and my flatmates um, often talked about the creepy vibe the house had. There were nights that I couldn't sleep because of a fear that I couldn't quite put my finger on, and there were a couple of occasions where friends of mine had come to the house to sit up um, with me until I was ready to go to sleep. Something about the house didn't feel right, but for the first year we lived there, we just put it down to us scaring easily. Nobody had seen anything unusual. Not yet. In our second year of living at the property, I'd been on a night out with with a bunch of girls I'd befriended, and they had spent the night. It wasn't unusual for us to have loads of people to stay over. The house was a good size with plenty of floor space in the bedroom and ample space in the living room. And we had taken to entertaining in the basement, which uh, really meant pre-drinking on our old futon. <laughs> this was uh, this one particular morning after the night before the rest of my housemates went, uh, were at uni. So I just, sorry. <laughs> So it was just me by myself and the four, uh, and four of the five girls. I'd been out with the night before. Despite being able to sleep uh, several people, space was a bit of an issue once everyone was up and getting ready. Knowing my housemate Sophie's room uh, was empty and had a desk by the window, I told my friends that I was going to use her room to sort my face out so <laughs> free up the mirrors which were being crowded. I went up into Sophie's room, sat at the desk, and started to put my face on. <laughs> People who wear makeup are amazing. Um, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a figure dressed in pink quilted, dressed in a pink quilted dressing gown, sat on her bed. Again, I stress that no one other than myself and my friends were in the house. The bathroom was downstairs, so there would be no need for them to come upstairs. Plus, with it being an old property, I'd heard them coming up the stairs. I'd have heard them. Being someone who scares easily, I would have properly made the assumption that my initial response to seeing something that shouldn't have been there would be either to turn to look properly at it or to uh, to at least have some kind of fear response, as I have done so previously. Instead of feeling fear or even surprise, my response was quite the opposite. I felt nothing but calm. I had acknowledged I'd seen something sitting on the bed, but just carried on with my makeup i looked out of the corner of my eye again and she was still sitting there The thing i find strangest about my experience is how calm i felt i was totally at ease even seeing the figure for a second time affirming that i thought what i thought i'd seen i was relaxed unafraid just completely calm i've lost um i've lost count of the times i've spun around to check over my shoulder in a state of panic when i thought i'd seen something before this was nothing like that i knew i'd seen the figure I'd seen her twice. I think my response had been, um, I think if my response had been fear-based, I'd have written off as my own overactive imagination. Once I'd finished getting ready, I got up, turned to the bed, and the figure I'd seen sat uh, sat there before had gone. Again, I felt no fear, no surprise, and was totally accepting of what I'd seen. I returned to my friends, and calm as anything, I told them what I'd seen. I didn't tell my housemates until we moved out of the house in our third year. I never saw the lady in pink again, but from that point onward, the, uh, the house no longer scared me. After having that experience, um, it made me think back to something I'd seen as a child. I was probably no older than 11. Uh, there were very few cats in our area at that, at that point, so any cat we saw, we knew who it belonged to. I think at this time the only cats on our street uh, were Pebbles and Dino, the brother (laughs) and sister cat, owned by our neighbour. And it was extremely rare for an unknown cat to venture into my garden. Um, Anyway, I was in our garden one afternoon. I can't remember exactly what I was doing, but I remember seeing a flash of a calico cat rush past. My immediate thought was, it's just Pebbles. I turned my head to follow the cat across the garden, but she was gone. My parents' garden is a decent size, but not huge. There was no way the cat could have got out of the garden without scaling the fence, something I'd seen happen before, but not without the sound of paws uh, clambering on wood. The speed that this cat was travelling at was too fast to stop and leap at the fence without crashing into it. There was no sound of her exiting the garden and no sign of her anywhere. Not only uh, was she gone from my sight, but I remember that she was gone permanently. She had been euthanized a few weeks prior to that happening. As I mentioned earlier in my email, for years I'd put it down to something I'd imagined, but my encounter with the lady in pink, in the pink dressing gown, I'm pretty sure that the cat I saw was the ghost of my neighbours. I'm yet to have another encounter since I left my old uni house, but I have um, it has completely altered my beliefs as far as ghosts are concerned, and at any time someone tells me about their experiences, I have no choice but to believe them. That's really good. Yeah, sorry for my stumbling um, it's house stuff it's all the house stuff the rooms and things like that um, I relate a lot to the feelings at the start of like I feel like I'm on this edge where I'm someone that needs to see things to like believe them other than like you know I believe Russia exists but there's <laughs> a never been um, and like I really want to see a ghost and I'd love to have an experience like that where like that kind of calm feeling yeah uh, you hear that a lot in ghost stories where people's emotional response is not what they would expect it to be did you just feel something no i just i, I had something I'm oh in <laughs> yeah it's it's one of the frustrating things of living in a like um you yeah. know what are they called conjoined houses yeah. <laughs> conjoined house. <laughs> terrace, terrace houses it's like you can never have ghost experiences because you're constantly hearing weird noises mm. and bumps and crashes and it just doesn't bother you. It's when you live in the middle of nowhere but you're like, everything means something. Mm. But yeah, I hear screams and shouting. and nice to the toddler next door, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I hear that all the time. Thank you for your story. Please mm. keep sending things in like that. It, like, teaches us how to tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. If you want to send in a story, please do to uh, the Podcast, podcast.
1: at gmail.com.
0: Uh yeah, if it's incredibly short, you could send it yeah. to at uh the podcast on, on the Twitter. Twitter, Twitter
1: or Podcast Group. On Facebook. Facebook.
0: Where you have theme. pictures
1: and I'll put that video up mm. for you to free
0: out. And I'll put the spooky um electric Chair. chairman thing. In the See if you have any theories. Um
1: other than Photoshop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Photoshop in nineteen eighty three. Did it exist? Sort of. Yeah.
1: Oh, he's still tampered pictures, like Victorians mm. tampered stuff. So. Mm.
0: Yeah, we'll Just find out. We the should the make part. our own ghost photos. We should do a ghost photo special. <laughs> Perfect for pol- for podcasts, isn't it? <laughs> um, thank you to Graham Waller for our theme music. Uh, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> he doesn't listen. He doesn't know. Um, and thank you
1: for listening.
0: Yeah. Until next time.
1: Rest in peace.
0: And don't run on the platforms.